Welcome to another message of hope from Gateway Family Church. For more information or to contact us, please visit gateway.asn.au. We love him so much in this house. He comes with so much wisdom. Pastor Singe, let's give it up. Wow. And uh, who's the wonderful speaker who's coming on after me? That's the real question. Hey, all right, guys, guys, I'm just going to, I need to do something because the fact that I can walk around down here this easily, that doesn't really work for me, guys. So I'm going to need you all to shuffle. Or you guys, I don't want anybody leaning on the seats at the back. Nobody's sitting on the seats at the back. Isaac and Josh, nobody sitting on the seats at the back. Shuffle forwards. Shuffle, shuffle. There's a big gap right here, guys. What's going on in this gap? It's a big, come on, you boys in the corner, come on. Alrighty. And the reason, the reason for that is because I'm really excited, excited about the message that I have for you guys. I'm pretty, I'm actually, I'm pretty excited. I'm, I'm, I'm always excited, but. Okay, so this term, this term, we've actually had a bit of a theme going on, and I'm not sure whether we've really talked about it very much since the start of the term. So a lot of you guys might not realize that uh, when we were coming up with the topics for this term, the uh, overall theme we picked for this term was conversations that I wish somebody had with me when I was a teenager. And uh, the topics that we came up with things, conversations that we wish people had had with us when we were teenagers, like things that we hadn't, didn't like that if they'd talked to us about them, we wouldn't have had to figure them out ourselves. This doesn't bode well for the rest of my words when I'm going this rough at the start, so I apologize for that. Conversation I wish somebody had with me as a teenager. We've talked about the fact that, you know, when you feel like you're the only person who has that thing going wrong that you're not in control of, that you're not actually the only one struggling with the things that are going on in your life. We've talked about that God might change your plans. I... I had a really aggressive message about not being a jerk where I told you to just be nice. And uh, last, uh, last fortnight, my beautiful wife spoke about how to date well. And can I just say, hasn't, hasn't she dated well? Uh, wow. I was really, I feel like I was, I, I was hoping for a bigger laugh there because like the lack of a laugh the lack of, see, this is the thing. It's not about how funny I am. It's the lack of a laugh indicates that some of you think I was serious when I said that, and I very much was not. Just, I'll just give up now. I mean, no, it's okay. So tonight, tonight, I want to start off this message. Actually, I'm going to get serious. This is too serious. I can't do it with that on. I don't have enough arm, arm space. The mess. Oh, chill out, guys. Okay, so this is what I'm talking about tonight. But really, this is just the starting point. Our starting point for tonight is that the decisions that you make now do actually count for something. Because I think that sometimes teenagers, and I know when I was a teenager, I felt like I was in this little grey zone where it didn't really matter what I did. That nothing, what, nothing that I did counted. Like no adults really took me seriously. Like I had to do all this really serious stuff, but nobody took me seriously. And I just felt like a, a kid trapped in an adult's body almost, or like an adult trapped in a teenager's body or something. And it felt a little bit like the decisions that I made didn't matter. But I want to tell you tonight that 
where you are right now, you are on a journey towards who you are going to be when you're an adult. Now, the interesting thing about that is that uh, once you are an adult, you'll still feel like you're on a journey towards being an adult. Who has ever heard an adult joke about needing an adult? I, look, I have I, my, like, my go-to joke. My go-to joke is I do like lights and sounds and stuff for like professionally. So my joke is always when I can't get something to work is like, can we get a professional in here? The other one I really liked that was floating around like on, on the internet a little while ago was, uh, was this, the horrifying moment when you're looking for an adult, but you realize that you are an adult. So you look for an adultier adult, someone who is successfully adulting. And I have definitely had that feeling before I'm going, I'm way out of my depth. And that was just last week. Now, some of you might not appreciate this thought because it's a little bit of a serious thought. It's a little bit of a scary thought. You might think like, why do I have to take this so seriously? I'm not an adult yet. Don't, don't put that on me. You might think like a year ago, I was still in primary school. What are you talking about me still nearly being an adult? Or you might think, yeah, I'm a teenager. This is what I'm supposed to make all the mistakes. When else am I going to do it? Or you might think, well, yeah, there's stuff that I want to be better at but I'll sort it out when I am an adult. Once I'm older, I can sort it out. And tonight, I want to tell you a very odd answer to all of those thoughts that you might have. And the answer is yes, those things are all true. But also, no, they're not totally true. Because here's what I think. I think even if a year ago you were still in primary school, That was a year ago, and you're six months into high school, and you're starting to make decisions about how you study and the friends that you have, and you have more serious questions coming down the line at you. Now is the time to start thinking about what you're going to be like as an adult. Isn't this the time I'm supposed to make some mistakes? Let me tell you for free, guys. You don't need to go out there looking for mistakes to make. You are going to find them. So don't stress about whether you're going to have time to make mistakes or not. And there's stuff I'd like to be better at, but I'll sort it out when I'm older. That's true. There will be stuff that you won't manage to sort out until you're older. But there is some stuff that you can sort out now. So yes to all of those things. And more than that, Yes to having fun. I know when someone has a talk like this, you know, you're on your way to being an adult. You have to make serious decisions about your future. It sounds like they just want you to be a boring, dull person who makes all the right decisions and ticks all the boxes. And that's not what I'm here really to say to you tonight either. I'm pro-fun. I don't want you to be dull, boring adults now. And in fact, I don't want you to be dull, boring adults when you're adults. And I certainly hope that I haven't turned into a dull, boring adult 100% of the time. Although I probably am some of the time. But, but if I had to pick one thing that I suggested you did take seriously... If we said like, yep, it's true, I am on the journey to being an adult, I don't have to take that crazy serious because I'm not an adult, but I can start thinking about things. The decisions I make now do matter. And so if I was going to pick one thing that I was going to take seriously, and you guys are never going to guess what it is, because I'm a pastor, so you'll never guess what the one thing is, it's going to be following Jesus. It's the one thing that I take seriously. For those of you who know me, you know I'm not a super serious person. But if there's one thing I take seriously, it's following Jesus. 
Because no matter what happens with your schoolwork, no matter what happens in your families, no matter what mistakes you make, no matter what you put off till later that you should have done today, Jesus is interested in your lives right now. And more than that, what he wants to offer to you is a more full, lighter life right now. So your decision about him starts counting now. So 1 Timothy, it's in the Bible. Uh, We love the Bible when we follow Jesus because uh, a lot of the time we're trying to figure out what would Jesus say to us. And the Bible is literally written down what God wants to say to us, which is why we refer to it all the time. And if I had to sum up what, uh, the, what Timothy is all about, it's a letter from a very experienced Christian to a newer Christian. And uh, I've reworded a section of this. It's, it's, mainly, it's mainly taken from a loose translation of the Bible, but I've, I've added a little bit. I promise I haven't changed what it actually means, though. But I've reworded it kind of as like a bit of advice from me to you guys. And there's a reason for that. It's because I'm not a youth pastor for the pay packet. I'm not a youth pastor because it makes me feel important. I don't drag myself out on Friday nights because that's just what I feel like doing is saying no every time there's a social thing on on Friday nights. I do what I do because Jesus loved me when I was a teenager and I really needed that. And I love you guys. I, love, I know there's some of you here I don't really speak to that much, but I want you to know that the reason I do this job, the reason that I sit in the office, the reason I pour over my Bible figuring these things out, the reason that I read books and fig, try and figure out how to make this youth ministry better, the reason I grab coffee with you guys is because I love you guys so much. And if the one thing I can do is just give you like 1%, of advice to make your teenage years a little bit easier, like some people did for me, then I'd love to do that. So is it okay if I give you like a little piece of advice tonight? Like not as like a teacher or something who's telling you what to do, but just as someone who loves you and wants to give you some advice. Is that cool with you guys? So here's what it slash I say slash says. Stay clear of silly stories or nice ideas that get dressed up as religion. Exercise daily in God. No spiritual flabbiness, please. Workouts in the gym are useful, but a disciplined life in God is far more so, making you fit both today and forever. You can count on this. Take it to heart. This is why I've thrown myself into this venture so totally. I am banking on the living God, Savior of all men and women, because I don't know of any truer or more reliable options to give you. And if you give it a go and you experience a real life, a lighter life because of Jesus, then get the word out. (laughs) Tell your friends about these things and don't let anybody put you down just because you're young. Don't think you can't do something because you're not old enough yet. Teach others with how you live your life, in your words, by your demeanor, by love, by faith, and by living with integrity. That's my advice to you tonight. And you know, one thing I really want to pick out of there is I I thought this was interesting, this little uh, gym analogy 
Now, I know a lot of you are probably looking at me going like, gym analogy, Sinjin, what is your story? You don't know anything about the gym. I'll have you know, I know things about the gym. Anyway, that's, that was a little bit of a, an aside. That's not leading anywhere, just so you know. It's just me making fun of myself because it's one of my coping mechanisms when I feel a little bit awkward. Um, <laughs> wow, it's getting really honest up here. <laughs> back, let's go back to the Bible. It's better. Um, okay, so here's the thing. Talks about don't get caught up in ideas that sound like religion or sound like good ideas. Stick with what God says and work at that. The gym might make you fit in this world, but working towards God will make you fit both today and forever. And the interesting thing about that is I think a lot of the time when we think about following Jesus, we think about forever and we forget about the today. Jesus is interested in your life now. Your mistakes, tick. When you're having fun, tick. Adventures, tick. Difficult times that are caused by other people, he's interested in that, tick. Difficult times that you cause yourself, tick. He's interested in all of those things, but he doesn't want them to control you. We all carry burdens, and they're the things that are weighing us down right now. But sometimes when we hear about Jesus, we focus on the distant future, part of the hope that he offers. But following Jesus isn't about avoiding punishment when you die. Jesus said that he came to give us life to its fullest. And you can't have life to its fullest when you're weighed down by a whole bunch of baggage. But the funny thing is, we have this habit of holding on to baggage rather than giving it up in favor of what Jesus has for us. Delaney, you want to stop bringing that stuff up? And the sad thing is, the sad thing is, a common excuse that keeps us holding on to all this stuff is that Jesus might just be another burden, another thing to carry, another thing to do. But I really don't think that's the case. And I, and I want to demonstrate to you how that works. Geordie, I'll just grab you. Can you just jump up here for me, please? I probably should have warned, should have warned you, but you'll be right. All right, all I'm going to do is I'm going to give you some stuff that you have to hold, okay? Super easy, right? And so these are some of the things that might keep us away from Jesus or may, may, might make it a little bit hard to be connected to him. It might be needing to be smart or wondering if you are smart. Not too bad, one thing. might be uh, needing to be funny or, you know, all your friends valuing you because you're funny. Could be keeping your social media presence up. Got to keep on. Got to keep on top of that. Could be wanting to be popular. Could be your schoolwork. There's too much of it. It's too easy. Most people are complaining about there being too much of it. Could be your parents. Could be that they're really strict. Could be that one of them's not around anymore. Whatever it is. Could be your parents. How you going there, Geordie? Oh, don't drop that one. We're early on here. Could be an illness that you have. You're right there. You good to go. That's good. Could be TV, video games, things that make it a little bit hard to. You're right there. Just you're all good. It's good. Money. Maybe your job gets in the way sometimes. Oh, you, oh, you dropped that one. Just we'll just throw that one there. That's fine. Could be girlfriend, boyfriend being a bit of a distraction. Stick that in there. 
Could be parties. Parties. Got better things to better things to do on a Friday. Oh. Wow. I'm anti-party. I am apparently. Where do you want this? Is that okay? Addictions that we have. Are you struggling to hold? Oh, struggling. Oh, oh no. <laughs> We're struggling to hold things now. There you go. I'll just put those. I'll put those up there. What about if we throw on a few other things that I uh, couldn't think of when I was writing things on balls? <laughs> Just pick up a few more of those for me, Geordie. Just, I can't believe you couldn't hold on to those. It's, it's, just pick up a couple. That's all right. Okay, hold on to those for me. So here's the thing. <laughs> Boom. We have all these... We have all these things. We have all these things that we try to to hold on to and that we don't we don't like and that we struggle to hold on to all of them. And we think that maybe Jesus will just be like one more. One more different. We think about like, oh, I might have to read my Bible. Where am I going to fit that in? Or like then I have to pray. Or maybe it's like I'm going to have to spend less time with those friends that aren't good for me if I follow Jesus. And that's true. Jesus is something you have to choose. Jesus, but it, it works a little bit differently. It's not another thing that gets piled on and dropped. It's more like this. You guys are going to love this, by the way, because like I said before, I don't like being too serious. Jesus is a bit more like this. Jesus is a big, shiny, beautiful thing. And what he says is, just let go of all that stuff and just worry about me. You can let go of all that stuff. He doesn't... <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> There's someone taking photos right now. It's so shiny, isn't it? But this is a picture of what Jesus wants to do for us. All those things that you're trying to hold, all those burdens you hold, he's not, he doesn't want to be something else. He wants you to be able to drop all of those things that you hold on to and hold on to him instead. And all of a sudden, the things that seemed difficult, the things that seemed like he was going to be another burden, they're fine because you've dropped all this rubbish and you've got this amazing, beautiful gift given to you. Thanks, Jordy. You're a legend. You can sit down. Give him a big, big hand. He's all right. So notice this. As I've said to you, taking hold of Jesus demands action. It demands not only, it doesn't only give us the opportunity to drop some of those things that we hold on to. It demands that we do. It demands that we stop using those things to determine our self-worth. It demands we stop holding on to those things for the, self of, for the sake of self-pity that makes us feel a little bit better because it's a coping mechanism. It demands on working on finding our self-worth in who Jesus says we are and start living the lighter, more meaningful life that he has planned for us in spite of the ups and downs that will still come. Now, of course, of course, this all doesn't mean life doesn't just shut down around you when you make this decision and start dropping these things to take hold of Jesus. Schoolwork will still be there. That person at school who doesn't like you will still be giving you a hard time and so on. But there's a partner 
who wants to take the weight of those stresses and help you get through the tough spots, even when it seems like you're totally alone. And so here's, here's what it comes down to. Here's what it comes down to. There might be some of you in the room tonight who are thinking, my life's easy, Jesus doesn't have anything to offer me right now. And I kind of get it if you think that. That's cool. Or you might be sitting here going, this is all a bunch of crock that I've had to listen to, and when does the music start again? And I also kind of understand if that's what you think. That's, that's cool. I'm super glad you're here. We love hanging out with you. We love having fun with you because we love young people. And even if for now the advice we can, off- we can offer you, like following Jesus isn't the best advice for you right now or, or you're, not, you're not drawn to that, that's cool. We still just love that you're here and we just want to help you out however we can. But I hope you change your mind one day. Alternatively, you might have one of those burdens in mind. You might say you've been following Jesus. You might have never said that. But either way, life doesn't feel light for you at the moment. Maybe you've never even shared with another single person one of the things that makes your life feel heavy. Maybe it's something that's been going on for a really long time. Maybe it's something that hasn't been going on for long at all. But whatever it is, add it up. These things are a burden. And tonight, Jesus is saying, just drop those and take hold of me. Drop those and take hold of me. Sure, Monday morning will still come around. If life is rough at home, you're still going to have to go home. But don't place your worth in the fact that home isn't that great. Don't place your, your worth in the fact that you're not great at school. Let go of your worth being placed in all of those things and take hold of me. Let me tell you who you are and how valuable you are. And so here's some great news for you guys tonight. I'm going to pray for you right where you are. No pastor's tricks. I'm not going to get you to put your hands up or stand up or come down the front or anything. I'm just going to pray for you right where you are. And if you think that there's even a sliver of a chance that this whole Jesus thing is true, then all you have to do is pray alongside me and choose to start practicing letting go of all those heavy things in your life and picking up Jesus instead. And it is a practice because sometimes we come back to these things even when we've dropped them. We go... It's been a really stressful week. And I think, uh, I don't know, I don't know if God's talking to me right now, but I just picked up TV and video games, so I don't know, maybe that's just for me. But, <laughs> but we come back to these things when we feel stressed and we have to practice dropping them time and time again. Or maybe sometimes they're things that other people pick up and, and put on us and just happen to have parents sitting here as well. And, uh, you know, I know that that's a, a burden for some of you guys and it's been and is a burden for me as well and so sometimes they're not things that we pick up but they're things that get dumped back back in our laps but the practice is to keep on letting go of them hope i didn't hit tom that's good the practice is letting go of them and picking up jesus so if that's you, all I want you to do is, is just bear it in mind and say, just, just quietly as I'm praying, just pray along with me, say, Jesus, this is me. I, I, I want to get better at dropping these things. Is that cool with you guys? All right, we're going to pray. 
Lord, I just thank you so much that you care about our nows, that you're not just some sort of, you're not just a cosmic judge who decides what happens to us at the end of our lives, but that you came so that we could live lighter, that we could live freer, that we could live a real life following you, Lord. We just thank you that you have plans that are so much higher and so much better for us than we might be able to see because of all the junk that we're holding on to. And so, Lord, I just pray for the people in this room who tonight, they have that feeling in their heart, they're going, there's something here I've got to let go of. God, I, I need to let go of this and, and just let you in. Lord, I just pray that, that right now they would feel a, a moment of lightness, that they would just know your presence, Lord. Lord, we just thank you that your promises are true and this is what you came for. You came that we could let go of all of that. We could let go of finding our self-worth in all those things I talked about earlier and find our self-worth in you. And Lord, we just thank you so much that you think that we're beautiful. You think that we're worthy. You think that we're handsome. You think that we're smart. You think that we're funny. You think that we are good at all of the things you made us to be good at, even if that thing is not schoolwork. Lord, we just thank you that in your eyes we are the best thing ever and that you have a plan for us and a reason for us to be here. And Lord, I just pray that there will be people who leave tonight where even in this relatively regular moment, not in a moment of hype, not in a moment of emotion of walking down the room, there will be people who leave tonight who practice daily letting go of the things that hold them back and taking hold of you instead. And Lord, as I spoke about earlier, I'm, I'm putting all my trust in you. I'm, I'm presenting you as the option to these young people because I don't know where I would turn with all those things. And so, Lord, I'm just trusting that you will give them the same feeling that I've had so many times and I've chosen to let go of those things that hold me back. Thank you so much, Lord, in your name. Amen. That's pretty cool. I really hope that that is some of you tonight. I really hope that there's some people in here who feel a little bit free or a little bit a little bit challenged to let go of some things. But here's a couple of action points for you this week. If that is something that you prayed or something that you'd like to get better at or or maybe that's just brought up something you need to talk about. So in terms of like the rest of tonight, come talk to me if you need to. Grab one of your leads. I'm just going to stand up in this back corner over here if anybody wants to come speak to me, if you don't know who else to talk to. But otherwise, you can grab somebody else on the youth team. But have someone who can help you practice letting go of these things because it's not always as easy as it seems. The second thing you can do is, even if it's not tonight because you don't have it organized, but make sure you're getting along to equip after house parties. The whole point of equip is where, it's where we talk about how do we live following Jesus? How do we know a little bit more about Jesus in our day-to-day? Like, what is that? We talk about that, you know, talking to Jesus and, and knowing more about Him and living our lives. But how do I do that? That is the point of equip, is to equip you guys to be able to do that better. And the last thing in my little section of advice that I gave you earlier was this. And if you give it a go, and you do experience a lighter real life because of Jesus then get the word out. Teach these things. And don't let anyone put you down because you're young. Teach others with your life, by word, by demeanor, by love, by faith, and by integrity. And let me tell you that if you had that moment tonight where you felt a little bit lighter, there is no pride in this youth group being real big. 
There's, there's no pride for the team that runs us. If a hundred extra people walked in tomorrow, we wouldn't high-five each other that our attendance had gone up a hundred. Do you know what we'd high-five each other about? That there were a hundred more of your friends who could find out about that lightness. That there were a hundred more of your friends who knew about Jesus. And you see, this isn't something to keep to yourself. This is something that if, if Jesus can offer you that lightness then you've got to be offering it to your friends. You've got to. you just got to. Is that cool with everyone? All right. We're just going to take some time to worship. So if you want to spend some time with God, you can do that. You can come chat to me, chat to another leader. But thank you so much for listening to me tonight. I really love sharing this with you. And, uh, you know, I just think you guys are all awesome. And if there's anything I can ever do to help you out, just let me know. Thanks for listening to this message from Gateway Family Church. We hope you join us again for another great message next week. For more information or to contact us, head to gateway.asn.au.